Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kuf mem beis kuchaz aris on daf kuf mem alf. The mission daf kuf mem alf. Torahs the alacha of totem menatzad of totem begufa that if a person has straw on his bed and he's not allowed to move with his hand, he's allowed to move it with his body. As long as he's not directly touching a muksa, it's going to be permissible. Then we saw the Gemara spoke out the alacha that a person who goes into a body of water in a karmelist alacha is to make sure to dry himself off before he comes out because if not, we're afraid he's going to be carrying the water in the karmelist, which is an isidra bottom. We spoke out yesterday. This is negat to carrying water going outside in the rain in a rosh. And the Gemara Bays told us some more of the halachas of Mukta. We saw Machlekes Abayin Rava. This that a klishim lachla itzer is it going to be permissible only for itzer kufa even lit itzer mekaymai that we saw was a machlekes between Abayin Rava. Today, about the Shem, we're going to pick up from the twenty-first parak where we are going to see some of the yisaitis of Hilchas Mukta, some of the yisaitis of Basis Davar Aser, and the Gemara Bays is going to continue with the halachas of Basis and some interesting halachas in regards to when something could become Basis, when something can become Basis. So let's see the Hilchik Gemara on the bottom of Daf Kuf Mem Alf Amin. Says the Gemara, we're up to the Gemara Amarava. Says the Gemara Amarava. The halacha is if a person t- carries out a child who's alive and he has a kitz, he has a wall which is hanging around his neck. Halacha is chayiv because of the wallet. And we're going to see why you're not chayiv because of the person. Let's say you carry a child who is nifter and he's the, there's a wallet hanging from his neck. Pater halacha is your pater. Says the Gemara. Ask the Gemara. Asks the Gemara, why are you not chayev for carrying the actual baby outside? Why are you only chayev for carrying the wall? Why are you not chayev for carrying the baby? And to the Helgi Gemara, Rava Kirab Nasan, Sir Le Rava holds like the Shita Rav Nasan, Damar Chaynes, the Zatzman that we saw earlier in the Mesachta, that Rav Nasan holds that if a person carries out a live person, he is Pater because of the Allah of Chaynes, the Zatzman, exactly what that Torah was. We saw Big Machlaikis in the Gemara over there, in the Rishan over there. Is it because of Shnaim Shetsu or is it because it wasn't the Mishkan, Big Machlaikis? But Rava held like Rav Nasan that if you carry a live person, you're Pater, and therefore you carry on the baby, you're going to be Pater. However, on the kiss, on the wallet, you're going to be chayv. The Rishayin over already, Tais already over there earlier. The Mesachta asked the Rishayin over here asked the Kasha that we saw the Rabbanon agreed to the concept of chayinus asatzma by people. They just disagree by animals. So the Rishayin say that there's different categories of chayinus asatzma. There's different cases that depending on what type of person we're talking about. If it's a baby, it could be the Rabbanon disagree. However, in regards to an older person, the Chum agreed to the concept. Big discussion. The Rishayin says the Gemara kiss like asks the Gemara. So you're telling me if you carry the child out, you're putter on the child because of chayinus asatzma. So ask the Gemara. Why you chayev on the wallet, which is around the child's neck? Why don't we say that the wallet is bottled to the child? You should be pater. Milay times we not learn the Mishnah. It's a chayev mita pater afal mita. Allah says you carry out a live person who's laying on a bed. Allah says your pater even on the bed. Shemita tefeilah because the bed is toppled to the person. The bed is bottled to the person. It's not as important as the person himself which you're carrying, and therefore you are pater for carrying the bed also. So ask the Gemara why you're not pater for carrying at the wallet. Answers the Gemara. Mita legabe chayev mevatzalei kiss legabe tinek mevatzalei. Answers the Gemara that the bed in regards to the live person is bottled. As Rashi explains, since the bed is serving a function for the person, the person laying on the bed. Therefore, it's bottle. However, the kiss, the wallet, which is hanging around the tinek's neck, it's not serving a function for the tinek, and therefore you are chayav for carrying the wallet. It says the Gemara tinek mays the kisal of potter. The rabbi said that the halachas we carry out a dead a dead child, and there's a wallet tied around his neck. Halachas your potter asks the Gemara v'lachayim mishum tinek. Why not chayav for carrying out the baby? There's no patur of chayav satzim over here because the baby is dead. Answers the Gemara. Rav Akira of Shimon Tzvi. The Rav holds like Rav Shimon. Come Lachas Shantzir Leguva Pater. The Rav holds like Rav Shimon. That Im Lachas Shantzir Leguva is Pater. Therefore, you carry out a dead person. That is considered Im Lachas Shantzir Leguva, and therefore you're a Pater. Rashi speaks out why you're not Chayiv for the wallet over here. And the Gemara only spoke out why you're not Chayiv for the child because he's dead. And that's Im Lachas Shantzir Leguva. Why you're not Chayiv for the wallet? 
Rashi over here explains because the person is so upset, so sad that his child died, he's mavatal to kiss to the child, and therefore you are potter. Again, exactly the parameters of when something's bottled, something else. Over here, the, the kiss is not functioning uh, for for the dead person. Needs some, something to think about, something we have to work on. Says the Hilgi Gemara Vaiter. Now the Gemara asks on Rava. The Gemara is going to ask a Kashavar from our Mishnah. Rava just taught us Alacha that if you carry out a child and the child's holding a wallet, the Alacha is, and the wallet's around the child's neck, the Alacha is your chai for carrying out the wallet, which sounds like that we don't say, ah, you're not the one carrying the wallet, it's the child carrying the wallet. Therefore, you should be potter. No, though, since you are carrying the child, and child's the, the wild is around the child. Therefore, you are chayv. Now, asks the Gemara from our Mishnah. Asks the Gemara tonight. The Mishnah taught night to all of us, but neither the other. Asks the Gemara. The Mishnah taught that the Allah is that a person is allowed to carry his child even though he has a stone in his hand, and we're not worried of issues of muksa. Now, asks the Gemara and Rav according to Rav that says that you're not allowed to carry the child when he has a wild around his neck because we look at it as if you're carrying. So, asks the Gemara, the chayv should be the same thing over here. When you carry the child with the stone, when the child is holding the stone, we should look at it as if you're carrying the stone, and there should be a problem with muksa because you're the one touching the stone. And to the Gemara, Amadur Rabbiani, Betinik Shiesh Tagaguin Al Aviv says Rabbiani. We're talking about a case where the son would throw a big tantrum. A, he would get very upset if he took away the stone, and therefore it's permissible for the father to carry the child with the stone. Rashi explains that since we're talking about Isser Rabban and Isser of Muktas, the Rabban were not did not say it's prohibited in this case. Says Rashi, Shall be a dying Makam Sakana Vafagav La Sakana Safash Gemura El Sakana Shali. Even though, like Rashi explains, it's not a Sakana Safash over here. The child's not going to die. It's not. We're not afraid that he's going to die because of this. However, it is a Sakana Shali. Rashi says, and therefore the father. Is allowed to carry the child. Taisa over here speaks out. It's not necessarily. Why don't you just tell? Why don't you just have the child drop the stone? Taisa speaks out. The top Taisa comes from Beis Mouth. Taisa says that Yitzchak you can the child is going to cry. So again, what exactly the parameters over here are? When do we say that the child is going to be very upset and you're allowed to carry him even though he's holding a davar muksa? It's something very interesting. If you look in the contemporary Paiskim and the Shulchan Aruch, Salach is brought down in some Shin Test, Mishnah Baruch Hashachon, they all talk about that the child has to be really upset and has to really be that he might get sick because of it. Again, interesting discussion. Exactly what the parameters are. Says the Gemara Vaiter. So ask the Gemara Ihachi if that this is uh, the case is the child is going to get extremely upset. My year Evan, a few dinner Nami asks the Gemara. So then why? Why you only let to carry the child if he's holding a stone? Why not to carry him even if he's holding a coin? And says Gemara, "Lama Rava did a Rava teaches Leishon Al Evan Al Dinner Aser that Rava taught the Dalach is you're only allowed to carry the child if the child's carrying a stone, but not a, a coin." And the Gemara so the Gemara explains, "Evan says the Gemara, the stone if it falls, the father's not going to pick it up. So therefore, the Rabban allowed you to carry the child even though the child's carrying the stone. However, Dinner Enafalasi So the Gemara explains the reason why the Rabban allowed you to carry the, the child with the stone is because if, even if the child drops it, we're not afraid to." Going to move the stone, and therefore it's permissible. However, by the coin, if the, if the child's carrying the coin, we're afraid that when the child drops it, the father's going to bend down to pick it up, which is a problem, Muksa. And that's why the Rabbanan only allowed the father to carry the child when the child's holding a divar, uh, stone, but not something which the father would be interested in touching, for example, a coin if it fell. The Rishayna we discussed is the father allowed to hold the child's hand with only the bar Muksa, and that Pashtas is going to be permissible. The Rabbanan were not geyser in that case. It says the Helgi Gemara Viter, Tanik Avasei to Rav, we have a right to Rav, Amaiti Kelav, Mikufalma person. Who carries his begadim, folded up, he puts them on top of his shoulder, he's not wearing them. He's holding his shoes and his ring, because he's not wearing it. If he's wearing the clothing normally, then the is your potter because you're allowed to wear them normally. And if a person carries somebody else who's wearing his clothing properly and his shoes are on his feet and his ring is on his hand, the is your potter. And the Gemara makes a dik, however, if he was not wearing them properly, then the person who is Carrying it would be chayv. So says the Gemara. You see, like Rava, the Rava said that if you carry somebody else and that other person is carrying something, so we don't say that since it's the other person carrying it, I'm, I am potter. No, since you're carrying the other person, and that person's carrying some, something. The person who's carrying the other person is going to be chayv for whatever the person is holding. Says the Helgi 
said, you're allowed to carry a basket with a stone inside. Asks Tigmar, why don't we say this? The basket becomes a bosses davraser, which means that something which is a container, something which is holding, something which is muksa dalachas, in general, we assume that it becomes a bosses, it becomes a container for something which is muksa. Now, the actual container becomes muksa itself. So, ask Tigmar, why you let it move the basket? And to Tehagi Gamara, we're talking about a basket which is filled with fruit, and there just happens to be a stone in there as well. So, therefore, the container, the basket, is a bosses davraser, ul davramoter. Therefore, it's permissible to move on Shabbos. Ask the Gemara, Ask the Gemara, why don't you pour out the fruit and pour out the stone, and then why don't you pour the entire basket on the floor and then put the fruit back in and you'll leave the stone on the floor? So why do we, why do we permit you to carry the basket with the stone, pour the whole thing out, and then put the fruit back in? And says the Gemara, In another case, explain. We're going to see in a minute that we're talking about a case where if you'd spill the fruit out, they would get disgusted and get dirty. So to here, our case was. That we're talking about fruit that if you pour them onto the ground, they pour them on the floor, they'll get dirty, and therefore they're not allowed you to carry it with the stone inside. Says Gemara of Nuri, asks Gemara, why don't you shake the basket until the stone comes to the top, and then just pour the stone over, so you don't have to pour all the fruit out, just you'll be able to take the stone out that way. And it's the Gemara of over here we're talking about the ca- a case where the basket had a hole inside and you put the evan you put the stone to fill up that hole the evan gufa nas is that the stone itself became a part of the wall of the basket and therefore it's permissible to move the Rishan were discussed so if it's actually part of the basket you have to come on to the fact that there's fruit inside of the basket or it's mother to move even if there's no fruit that's a discussion in the Rishan over here says the Helgi Gemara Viter Metatlin the mission said you're allowed to move Trumatume, which is as long as it's mixed in with Trumatara, the Lakhas you're allowed to move a basket which is holding the Truma. Says the Gemara This we said it's permissible to move. That's only when the Trumatara is on the bottom, the Trumatara is on top. And so therefore the only way to get the Trumatahara is to move the entire thing. However, if the Trumatahara is on top and the Trumatame is on the bottom, Shaklitara So then we tell you, just take the Trumatara which is on top, and then you don't have to move the Trumatame at all. Now it says even if the true matahara is on the bottom, why don't we tell you to spill out the entire basket and then you'll just put the true matahara back in and then you don't have to carry the true matahara at all. And just the Gemara, this is what we said before, we're talking about that if you'd pour the fruit out, they would get dirty and therefore the Chacham allowed you to transport the entire basket to the table, spit it on the table, and then they will not get dirty. Says the Helgi Gemara right there, asks the Helgi Gemara, is this true that there's a chilek between where the true matahara is? Metatlan true the Bryce, it says Metatlan true matahara and matahara of him. That you are allowed to move the truma. What doesn't and it does not make a difference whether the truma is on the bottom or the truma is on the top. So that's the gemara the with a clear proof against Rav Chizda. And says the gemara. Our mission is talking about Our Mishnah is talking about where you needed the actual truma, and therefore the only time it's going to be permissible to move it is if the truma is on the bottom or if the truma is on the top. So you just need the truma. You just need the truma. So if you just need it, so we tell you, then just take it off, and you don't have to move the truma at all. However, Bryce or the Bryce which says it does not make a difference where the truma is, where the truma is. That I was talking about where you need to, where you need to move the entire basket. So therefore, it doesn't make a difference where the truma tomei or where the truma tire is, since you need to move. The entire basket, you need the space, therefore it's permissible to move the basket. It does not make a difference where the truma tire or tomei is. Now, ask the Gemara, my Chizda, have to establish the case of our Mishnah that we're talking about, let's say, Kufai, that we're talking about where you need the actual truma tire, and that's why Rav Chizda said that our Mishnah has to be talking about a case where the truma tire is on the bottom, and that's why it's permissible to move. Ask the Gemara, why do Rav Chizda have to say that that's the case? Why don't Rav Chizda just say that the case was you need a letter, it's permissible, Sai, with the truma tomei is on top, Sai, the truma tomei is on the bottom. So, answer the Gemara, Rav Chizda must need to say, Daika, 
Tani says Rafa because the next Mishnah sounds like we're talking about the Tzerkuvay, and therefore if Chizah wanted to establish that our Mishnah is also, talk, also talking about the Tzerkuvay, he says Mark the Tani say we learn and Mishnah is later on the Mishnah says. The mission is going to sit. The next mission is going to teach us that if you have money which is on top of the pillow, the Allah is allowed to shake off the pillow, and then it's going to be much to move the pillow. This is what we said they have to shake off the pillow. That's only if you need the actual pillow. If you need the space of the pillow, then the Allah is allowed to move the pillow, even the dryer books on top. So now it says the Gemara, we did say the explains the Gemara from the fact that the next mission was talking about the Gufa, we needed the pillow. So therefore, if Chizda wanted to assume that our mission was also talking about with Sarah Kufa, you just near the Truma, and therefore, Sarah Chizda, it's only going to permit it to move the Truma to Maya if the Truma Tahira is on the bottom. If the Truma Tahira is on the top, then we tell you to take the Truma Tahira because that's all you need. Says the The Mishnah taught us that Yehuda said that if the Truma falls into a hundred of Chulin and now it's bottle, but you still need to take out a little bit of a little bit of the mixture. So Yehuda said you're allowed to do that on Shabbos. Asks the Gemara. Ramai, Hakam Misakin asks the Heligi Gamara, why are you allowed to take out the little bit on Shabbos? So now you can eat from this chulin, but you're doing tikka and you're being Misakin in the food. Now you're allowing the, everybody to eat from this food. So, and Rash explains, we should make Xer of an to tikka and shayde malacha, and we should make Xer of other people are going to do tikka through a malacha. This is the concept called creating a tikka on Shabbos, which in our case is a Isidra Banan. The Gemara is assuming that this should be Aser. And the Rishonim ever discussed is a mutter too, do to feel as Kalem on Shabbos, because again, you're doing something which is Misakin the clean before you did the Feel all your knowledge right now. You can't use it. Discussion with Shannon Rivera asks the Gemara. So according to Huda, why are you allowed to take out a little bit of the mixture? Ah, you're mastering the food now. And says Gemara, Huda Kreb allows this really. So now the Gemara is going to attempt a few different routes to explain why Huda allows it. So answers the Gemara first attempt of Huda Kreb allows this really. Says the Gemara, Huda holds like Rabbi Lazar. Because Rabbi Lazar holds Truma be'ena machta. We look at the Truma as if it's still independent, even though the Truma fell into the mixture of Chulim. We look at the Truma as it's still independent, and therefore, when you are separating the Truma on Shabbos, we don't look at it. I'm sorry, when you take out a little bit of the mixture, we don't look at it as if you're taking out and fixing the mixture, because we look at the Truma as, as if it's still separate, and therefore it's permitted on Shabbos. It's not we learned in Mishnah. If a person had a saw of truma which fell into less than a hundred of chulin, so it's not bottle because you do not have a hundred. Allah is v'nidmu, and then it got mixed in. But then what happened was v'nafel minamaduma l'makom acher, and then part of this mixture spilled into another mixture. Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, "Midamaske truma v'adai." We treat it as if it is truma v'adai. Rabbi say that in order for it to be bottle in the second mixture, we just look at the percentage of whatever fell in the first time, and then it's going to be permissible. So now, what exactly is the machlek? Is Rabbi Lezer? Rabbi Lezer holds like this: that if, for example, the person had one cup of truma, and then it fell into fifty cups of chulin, so it's not bottle because it's not bottle l'meya. So now he has a mixture of here. So now the question is, do we look at it as if the truma is now dispersed, it's mixed into the mixture, and therefore when this mixture falls to another mixture, we don't need another a hundredth, a hundred cups of chul in order for it to be bottled because the, if a cup of the first mixture fell in, only one-fiftieth of that cup is truma. And therefore you just need a little bit more of chul in, another fifty, and then it would be bottled. However, Rebbe Lezer holds, no, we look at the truma as if, the Gemara is assuming at this point that Rebbe Lezer holds, we look at it as if the truma is still separate, and therefore in order for it to be bottled, in the second mixture, you need an entire 100 cups in order for it to be bottled. So says the Gemara, versus the Chacham, that you just need the percentage. So says the Gemara, that the Gemara is assuming that that's the Machlekes. Machlekes says, do we look at the Truma as if it's independent, or do we look at the Truma as if it's fully mixed in? But says the Gemara, no, maybe you can't say there, Blazer, we're to hold like that in our case as well. Amar, the Shemina, the Chumra, says the Gemara, when do Blazer say this, Allah, we look at the, at the Truma as if it's not fully mixed in? That's only the Chumra to require more for it to be bottled in the second mixture. Lakula, Mishamle, do we hear that you even say Lakula in our case that it would come out of Kula? Did he say 
say that it's going to be cool that you, you'll be allowed to do this on Shabbos. So it says, Gemara, Allah, Dharma, Kerb, Shimon. Rather, he held like Yishidur of Shimon. Can Simon learn to Mishnah, Saw, Chumash, Shnaf, and Lemeah? Let's say you had a Saw of Chum which fell into a hundred of Chulin. So now it's Batal, because it's Batal and Mayavala, his pick like, we had Shnaf Lacharis. However, we explain that you have to first take out a little bit in order for it to be permitted to drink it. But you did not have a chance to take it out. And then another Saw of Chumah fell in. So now the question is, how is Asura? The Lacha is that it's Asur. And Reverb Shimon, Matur. And Reverb Shimon holds that it is Matur. So now the Gemara at this point is assuming that the Machlaik is, do we look at the Chuma as if it's still independent? The, the first Sav Chuma fell in. So now do we look at that first Sav Chuma as if it's independent and did not mix in yet? And therefore, when the second Sav Chuma falls in, we look at it as if it fell in again to 100 and therefore it's permitted, which the Gemara is assuming is a Shita of Shimon, versus the Tanakamu held no, that once the first Sav fell in, so now it's inside of this mixture. And when the second Sav fell in, so now there you don't have the proper shear in order for it to be bottle. So it says the Gemara, the Chaira, we could say that our Mishnah went like the Shita of Shimon. Says the Gemara, no, we might. How do you know? Don't have some Maybe this is the Machlaik. It's the Tanakam or Sabah, the Tanakam. Hell, Afagav, Nafalbuzach, or Zach, Kamanda, Vlasach, Stami. The Tanakam, hell, that even though they fell after each other, we look as if they fell at the same time, and therefore, they are both, they are not going to be bottled because they both fell into 50. Meaning, yeah, they both, we look as if they both fell at the same time, and therefore, it's you only have one for each 50, which is not going to be bottled. The first. Sav Chumah's bottle in a hundred. And then the second, the second Sav Hat Tumah, that Chad, and then the second Sav's bottle in a hundred and one. The Gemara is assuming that the Sav Chumah Tumah is Nasapach Lahater, because once it's bottled, it's Nasapach. So now you have a hundred and one of Hater, and that's why the second is bottled. So says Gemara, you cannot bring a rye there if Shimon holds that we don't look at the Chumah, we don't look at the Chumah, we don't view the Chumah as if it's mixed in. Maybe Shimon holds that really the Chumah is mixed in. But once the Chumah is mixed in, originally now it's Nasapach Lahater, it becomes permissible, and now the second Sav is falling into a mixture of hundred and one, and therefore it's permissible. So rather, says Gemara, who down with held that if a person too matter his truma on Shabbos halachas, he doesn't have to do a mice on Shabbos halachas. He could just look at one side and designate, and he could just say either machlekes yishem. Does he actually have to speak it out, or he could just think in his mind this side is going to be truma and this side is not going to be truma? So says the person can do the same thing over here. He could look at the mixture and say this is what I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to take off, and therefore since he doesn't require mice, it's not an issue of mesakin and Shabbos. And therefore, it would be permissible. Asks the Gemara, Mi say, Is it true that our Mishnah holds like the Shita of Shimon Lazar? Is that true? It says the Gemara. allowed to take out the this mixture on Shabbos. And Shimon Lazar said, the Lach is, you just look at one area and you designate this is going to be the Truma part, and the rest is permissible. So ask the Gemara, you see clearly that Ruda does not hold like Rabshim and Elazar, that it does not require mice. It sounds like Ruda holds it, it does require mice, and Afapika and Ruda hold it's permissible. And to the Gemara, the Ruda, the Ruda, the Ruda, and to the Gemara, you're right, Ruda holds like Rabshim and Elazar, that you are allowed to do it with You could just look at it and really decide, this is what I'm going to take off. However, Ruda holds a bigger Kaddish, that once once I say that it's permissible to do it, so then it's going to permissible as well to do it with a maisa because since I could fix it by just using my machshava therefore it's not considered such a big ticket and therefore it's permissible to do a maisa however Rabbi Shimon Lazar himself held no it's only permissible to do the machshava it's not permissible to do the maisa because then it looks like you're doing a bigger ticket in Shabbos and therefore he'll do his asr says the Hagi Gemara Baiter says the Mishnah if a person has a stone on top of a barrel matal tzidah the lacha is he shakes the barrel on its side being a thousand the stone falls off again a person wants to take stuff from inside the barrel the lacha is you turn the barrel on its side and then the stone falls off it says Let's say you had the barrel with the stone on top amongst other barrels, so, and we're afraid that if you flip the barrel on the side, the stone's going to crush another barrel. So says the Mishnah, 
Alachas, you gotta pick it up and move it away. Matal tzidah, then you can push it on its side. Vehin ha'falos, and then the stone falls off. Ma'isha al-kar, minaris al-kar, vehin ha'falos. A person has money on his pillow. The alachas, he's allowed to shake off the pillow and it falls off. And then it's permissible to move the pillow again. The brain again. People forget their cell phones on their beds before Shabbos. As long as they plan to take it up before Shabbos, this is permissible. You shake it off. And then his mother says, "Ding right the heisel lovely shalshas mekanchemis marta." Says the Gemara, if a person's pillow got a little bit dirty, the halach is allowed to wipe it off with rags, but you're not allowed to wipe it off with water. Heisel shalar nice l'mayim achetich. However, if they're made, if the pills are made up of leather, then the halach is allowed to put on water because it's not the normal way to do leave, but not the normal way to clean. However, on a on a pillow which is made out of cloth, you're not allowed to use water because that is an issue of leave, an issue of cleaning on Shabbos, and therefore it is prohibited. Says the Gemara, Amar Puna Marav. This we said in the Mishnah that it's permissible to move the barrel with the stone on top. That's only if you forgot the stone on top. However, if you forgot the stone on top, I'm sorry, if you put the stone on top intentionally, then the barrel becomes a bus, it becomes a container, it becomes a holder for the Dabra Aser, and therefore it's prohibited to move the who is the Tana that holds? Our mission said if a person has a barrel with a stone on top and he's afraid to shake it off on the side, Allah says he picks it up, moves it aside, and then he shakes it off. So says the Gemara, who holds that way? That when a person has Hetar and Itzer, meaning he has the barrel on the stone, and one option is you could just take the stone off and then just open the barrel. The other option is you could pick up the barrel, move it away, and then flip it on the side. So ask the Gemara, who's the one that holds? That when you're in a situation like this, the Allah says you should move the Hetar, not the Itzer, you should not just take off the stone, which seemingly is easier. Instead of moving the barrel, says the Gemara, Amr Rabbi 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 says the Gemara, Rabbi 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 the normal way you normally do it during the week. You're even allowed to use clay buyer. Buyer is permissible on Yamtiv. When did Basel say that you're allowed to do the regular ways of buyer however you want? That's only if there's more Echel than Psalas, and therefore you're allowed to take away the Echel from Psalas. However, if there's more Psalas, if there's more things that you're not interested in, that is more than the food, everybody agrees that the Allah is that you're supposed to move the Echel. So it says, our mission held like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel that in our case where you could be Terech in the Hetar or you could be Terech in the Isra we tell you to be Terech in the Hetar that we tell you to move the food aside and not the Psalas so it's not to appear we tell you to move the barrel and not the stone asks the Gemara in our case, our case is more comparable to the case where there's more Eichel than Psalas, there's more Hetar than Esser. Meaning, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said, according to Esau, that in a case where you have more Eichel than Psalas, the Lachas, you let it do the bar in the easiest form because we want to be Mayat Terech, we want to be Mayat doing extra work. The Sot over here, it would be much easier to, to just take off the stone off the barrel than just pick, than having to move the barrel to another place. So asking more Lachar to be permissible to move the stone instead of doing the extra Terech of moving the barrel. And it's just the Gemara. He says, no, because since, anyway, if you'd want to get the wine from inside the barrel, you would have to pick up the wine. You have to move it because you have to pick it up to get the wine which is on the bottom of the barrel. You have to pick it up. So therefore, since you're picking it up anyways, we tell you, pick it up and shake the stone off versus directly moving the stone. Says, He said, that if you have a barrel which is in the Eitzer or there is glass kalim around then you're afraid to flip the stone on the side because it's going to break the Allah is allowed to pick it up move it somewhere else 
and then take the wine which is necessary. It says, so he said it's permissible. It's only if you forgot the coin on top of the pillow. However, if you specifically put it on top of the pillow, the Allah is the pillow becomes a bus, and it's us move on Shabbos. This to be said that if a person put money on top of the pillow, he shakes off the money, and then he's allowed to move the pillow. That's only if he needs the pillow. But if he needs the space of the pillow, the Allah is, you are allowed to move the pillow with the money because it's moving. Anyways, Allah is, you're allowed to move the pillow with the money on top. Again, this that we said, you have to shake off the pillow. That's why if you're actually using the pillow, or if you need the space, so then you're moving the pillow and the money anyway, so you're allowed to move the entire thing. It's not a problem. Says the more right there. person forgot his wallet and wallet is muksa, but he wants to move it out of the chatzer. So it says the gemara says Arisha, This is the opposite of a bus's lover. Also, this is trying to create a situation where you have a davar muksa and you're putting something which is mutter on top of it, and then you'd be, you'd be allowed to move the davar muksa. Again, he's allowed to put a piece of bread or a child on top of it. And then he's allowed to move both of them because since the Dabar Mutter is connected to Dabar Aser, here the Dabar Mutter is going to be Mutter to move both of them. At one time, forgot a wallet full of money in a public area. And I asked him, he said, and just put a piece of bread on top or a tunic on top and then you let him move both of them like all of these members that we said before as long as you forgot it's permissible to move on child even if you forgot it it is also to use this trick to put the child or to put the piece of bread on top because we only said this we only said this of putting the kikar putting the piece of bread or the tunic on top by a dead person over there the Rabban allowed you when we had a dead body and you wanted to move it so even though it was Muxin Rabban allowed you in this special situation because of Kavad Abriyas Rabban allowed you to put the piece of bread or the tunic on top however in a general case if a person forgot something and he wants to move the Dara Mukta, it is also to put something on top of it and then move it but says the Gemara now we're going to quote I'm ready to disagree with this Abaya Manach Kappa Kipi says the Gemara Abaya put a spoon on top of some straw that he wanted to move on Shabbos the straw was Muxin he put a spoon on top then he moved both them Rabban Yach Sakina Abar Yaina and Rabban put a knife on top of a piece of raw meat and Matata then he moved it to a piece of raw meat Amr Abayas said Abayas walked in and said Kamba Kharifa so Rabbi Yisrael walked in and said, "How smart do these young people think that they are? That Babai and Rabbi thought that it's permissible to do this trick." Says Rabbi Yisrael, "When the Chum said it's permissible to put the Davar Mutter on top of Davar Asr and then move both of them, that's only if a person forgot. However, if a person lechatchila is a person allowed to do that? No, and the Babai and Rabbi didn't forget it. They just they did this lechatchila. So says Rabbi Yisrael, "This is Asr." Am Rabbi Abai responded, "He loved Adam Chashuv." And Abai said, "If I was not an Adam Chashuv, then Kapa Kipi Lamli, I don't need, I wouldn't even have needed to put the spoon on top of the straw." Because the straw is fitted, fitting to sit on top of it, and therefore the straw itself is not even muksa. So it says a bai, if I wasn't Adam Chashuv, and like Rashi explains that Adam Chashuv always has to be a little bit more machmer because he's afraid that people are going to learn coolest from him and take take them inappropriately. So therefore a bai said, really, it was mutter, I didn't have to use this trick. I'm going to use this trick so that people were not chashmina. Aramar Rav Rav said the same thing. I know he loved Adam Chashuv, and if I was not, Adam Chashuv, Sakina, I wouldn't even need it to put the knife on top of this raw piece of meat. Why? Because the, raw, the piece of meat, I could have eaten it raw, and therefore the actual piece of was not Mukta, right? I just did this so that people would not take the Kula even further. And that's why he says Abayin Rava, we didn't really use this Kula to allow to allow us to move it. Really, we could have moved it even without this Kula. However, we just put the Dabar Mutter on top so 
of people would not come to make all even more inappropriately. we saw today the Gemara on the Minav Tos the Allah of a Basis lover Aser, which is when we have a Dvar Muksa on top of something which is Mutter. The Allah is if the item on the bottom is holding the Dvar Muksa, the base of the Dvar Muksa, then the container becomes Muksa as well. That's called a Basis. The Gemara asked, I so why you let it carry a basket with a stone inside? The Chert should become Basis. The Gemara explained we're talking about. That the stone was part of the basket and therefore it was not a basis. Then we saw the halacha about the mission explained that you're allowed to, when a saw of chuma falls into a hundred of chulon, it's bottle and you have to take out a little bit. The Gemara said, Mission said you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. The Gemara asked, I lachar, you're being masak in the food and it should be asis. The Gemara explained the maskana, it is permissible because you really do not have to do a maisa, it would be enough to do a machshava and therefore it's permissible even to do a maisa. Then we saw the Gemara on base. Spoke out some more of the halachas of basis that the halacha of basis is only when a person forgets it, or if he intentionally places it, then it becomes a basis. You're now moving on Shabbos, and then we saw the Gemara on the bottom spoke about is there a heter of if a person forgets it, if forgets a dvar muktzah, is he allowed to put a dvar heter on top of it and then with both of them? We saw that was a discussion in machlekes in the Gemara. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.